Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King. Today is Tuesday, January the 7th, 29th, or 2020. I did that again. Uh, uh, 2020. <laughs> I guess my vision isn't quite 2020 yet for the year. Uh, not but, yet. <laughs> but it's 4 o'clock p.m. in uh, New York and wherever you are in the world. Thanks for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And I'm happy to see Alex is relaxed. She is on her couch. She She is just sprawled. She looks like she could just hang out there for hours. I mean, is, is it as I've comfortable as it looks? I've been here for hours. No, I, I threw my back out yesterday. So <gasps> I've been on the couch for a couple of days now. And oh, no. In my luxury, but I still show up to work. <laughs> oh, that, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You and Louis yeah. D'Souza, Louis had a skiing accident when he was in Austria over the holiday and tore calf muscles. So we oh. actually we made that a topic of conversation yesterday. Um, and it, he, he turned it into a topic I never thought I'd hear him bring up. Uh-huh. He, he made it prayer and the law of attraction because he was asking for everybody to think positively about his calf healing. Okay. Okay. So, Interesting. Very cool stuff, yeah. But uh, how interesting. We have a theme going on this week, then, injuries. Yeah. People getting hurt yeah. and and how we deal with that. Um, so I think that becomes one of the topics. The other topic, the one that you came up with for today, is do you believe in magic? The magic and the law of attraction. And, yeah, I think those are both good topics. So we'll just kind of interweave them. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll interweave nicely. Interesting you should bring up the topic of magic, too, because as you know, and as most of our listeners know, I've been doing a lot of work on a programming project, doing mm-hmm. programming for the first time in a few years, and it's like a bicycle. You don't really forget, but you do forget how the bicycle works at times, so you know, it can be <laughs> challenging. But um, no, there was a one of the things that I like to do, and many, I'd say probably the majority of programmers like to do this, is we like to use open source um, mm-hmm. software sources whenever we can, yeah. uh, components and so forth, modules. And there's this one person who posts a lot of very good stuff, and his screen name is Nothing is Magic. Interesting. And I swear, as soon as I saw that, I felt like opening up an account under the screen name Everything is Magic. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, but I didn't do that. Control. Like y'all watch out for him. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> but because I mean, I never really did believe in magic before, other mm-hmm. than how fun it was to watch a magician do sleight of hand. Yeah. Um, but now I've come to appreciate just how magical this entire physical universe is. Mm-hmm. Because well, first of all, none of it behaves the way I originally thought it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was based on reason and logic. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> <laughs> and discovered that no, it doesn't quite work that way. And it's actually much more. Um, what's the right adjective to describe it? Magical. It's, well, magical is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, serendipitous. That's mm-hmm. kind of along the lines of what I had in mind. You know, just mm-hmm. stuff popping up in the most unexpected ways. But Fact. when you look at it from you know the the longer perspective, you realize oh it all totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's bizarre. I mean, let's be perfectly honest. That's bizarre. Yeah, it is a little. Uh... Now you're reaching Not... for the metaphor. <laughs> no, I wasn't reaching for a metaphor. I was just going to say it. It is a little interesting how how things come together, and once mm. you realize how it works, it's like oh, okay, yeah. light bulb. The light bulb goes off. And the most remarkable part is, even though if you look at the disparate elements of it, the little pieces of it, and you look mm-hmm. at them separately, they don't look like they would fit together. But you right. put them all together, and it clicks inside. Inside, mm-hmm. we say, yes, 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 that's it. That's it. That's right. It's mm-hmm. an intuitive knowing. So on the one hand, none of it really makes sense. On the other hand, in- internally, it all makes sense. Yes, I agree. Right. Mm-hmm. which is really, really bizarre. So do I believe in magic? I don't know any other way to describe it except magic. Facts. Truly. I mean, I, obviously, I have lots of ways of describing it because I wouldn't have a podcast otherwise. <laughs> but the fact is, it's it's magical. It's fun. It's exciting. And mm-hmm. it just it gets better and better. And the whole idea of magic, from my perspective, and I think from probably most people's perspective, is that magic is something to get excited about. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people who get involved in what's called black magic and so forth. I'm, I, if it's what they want to do, you know, go right ahead, have at right. it. For me and for, I think, most people, magic is, is something to go ooh and ah like fireworks. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that's what magic really is. And when you think about it, that's the essence of conscious creation. Mm-hmm. It's going ooh and ah to all the things going on in life that most people treat as being mundane. Yeah, like flowers blooming and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I think looking at life as if it were magic is probably the right posture, the right perspective. I agree. Yeah. You making fun of my back? Not really, <laughs> no. But I'm thinking about your back. You said posture. I was just, I was just messing. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! There it is. There it is. Okay. Well, we have our first dad joke for the day. Yeah, you walked into it and didn't even see yourself. I did. Out. I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. I, I didn't even have the 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 snare drum ready. I couldn't even do the drum beat. <laughs> oh, well, that's all right. But uh, yeah, it's the 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 fact is. Well, uh, well, first of all, I got another dad joke I got to tell you at some point. So oh, great. Me, I love remind it. Remind me to tell you the dad joke. Okay. Um, actually, I'll get the dad joke out of the way just because it's, I'll, I'll probably forget it later on. And then you'll yeah. ask me what it is and I can't remember what it is. So mm-hmm. um, apparently a tortoise mugged a snail. And when the police interviewed the snail afterward, they asked him what happened. And he said, well, I, I don't know. It happened so fast. I can't give you any details. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Perspective is everything. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> Didn't give any details. Oh man. Oh well. So, but uh, getting to your back injury, I mean, it, when I said that this is a week of injuries, I mean it because not only are you experiencing the back injury, Louie with the calf injury, Louise actually talked to me earlier about she was getting a headache. What can I do about this headache? It was taking over her head. Yeah. Thinking, That's just the first two days this week. I and mean, we got a few days right. left. It's only <laughs> Tuesday. That's what I'm saying. It's only Tuesday. So I'm going to tell you what you probably already know mm-hmm. and what Louie and I pretty much agreed yesterday about. And Astrid, Astrid Kaufman was on the show yesterday too. Um, so the three of us were pretty much in agreement about this. But I'll say it again anyway because it's what I said to Louise. You can overcome it. You can you can heal yourself. And you oh, yeah. It, and how long it's going to take is completely up to you. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can do it. In, if you really believe it, you can do it in five minutes. <laughs> She's chuckling. Didn't prize your gun, so. <laughs> but that's the problem, of course. We often have trouble believing something like that. It's too magical. It's not that. It's that to concentrate on what I need to concentrate on, I have to be able to get past the pain mm. in order to focus. And that is where I'm caught up. You're right. That's the challenge. Yeah. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Um, what I recommended to Louise was don't do that part for more than a minute at a time and then take a okay. half hour break between. Yeah. Because otherwise you'll wipe yourself out and you'll need to go take a nap. Yes. Right. Yeah, definitely. It, it does when we're not used to, to doing that because we're certainly not used to doing that. We're no, we're not used to seeing past the pain and saying, "Oh, there's no pain. I feel great." Yeah, and, and then actually feeling that that that's, mm-hmm. that takes a lot of um, firm conviction and concentration and a little bit of effort too to just mm-hmm. say, "You know, I'm not going to let that pain in. I, that pain is not there. I'm I'm just feeling great. I feel greatness right there." You know, yeah, whatever your your wording is, um, that takes some doing. I think it's largely because it's like a muscle that's been unexercised. Right. Kind of I got a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. I think we all do. Yeah. It, it's like it, it, it's like where you ask somebody, uh, somebody's complaining about something, right? Mm-hmm. And you have this idea you want to give them a, a law of attraction piece of advice or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so you ask them very simple questions. So what do you want? And they can't tell you. Mm-hmm. It's the same phenomenon because mm-hmm. they're so familiar with talking about what they don't like and so unfamiliar with talking about what they do like that they're at a loss for words. I mean, there was a time when I actually thought there weren't enough positive words in the English language. There was a time. Yes. <laughs> right? Yep. And to a degree, I still think it's true. Mm-hmm. But I've also found that we have been, as we've been, as a team, as a co-host team, as we've been trying to not only apply it in our lives, but talk about it, mm-hmm. we kind of developed new ways of expressing the positive. Right. You know, and, and I haven't kept a written glossary, but you know, we've, we've come up with quite a different ways of talking about what we really prefer and like in life. Right. Well, 
that's the skill. Mm -hmm. That's the skill right there. So I like to look at it. This is what I did when I, when I hurt my knees. Right. I like to look at, look at like, this is an opportunity to learn. Mm. It's an opportunity to, to kind of put into practice what I talk about five days a week on the show. Yeah, true. That's what I've been thinking all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of focuses you really quickly because you feel like a fraud otherwise, right? Right. <laughs> like, I, I can't do this and what am I even here for? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it helps focus the mind to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it builds up the determination you need. Definitely. Helps anyway, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, have you been trying that at all? Um, I've been trying, but at the same time, like I was saying, the, the pain overtakes everything. But I like to take the moments where, like, if I'm laying flat on my back and, and I don't move, it doesn't hurt. So I like to concentrate on those moments yes. and try to make that throughout the day. But then I have to get up and go pee, and then it's starting all over again. So, mm. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm trying not to think in the negative, but it's, it's hard. It's, it's a challenge. It is. It is. Um, two things I'd recommend. One is um, contact both Louie and Astrid because they are jinjinjutsu experts. Okay. Uh, they'll, they'll give you a hold or two to do to help alleviate that pain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, if I had to guess, one of the holds mm -hmm. probably involves reaching around and holding your back. Yep. I'm doing and, that. So just do that and just hold your hands there in as comfortable position as you can and just stay mm -hmm. there like minutes at a time and it'll probably help okay uh, because from what i've seen now i'm no jujitsu expert at all but from mm -hmm. what i've seen from those two there's at least one hold that involves just going right to the site and holding it mm -hmm. well i've been doing that with with my reiki knowledge that i have so okay, okay. yeah and they're very similar so mm -hmm. yeah good okay the other um piece of advice that i'd have is when when you're trying to get there yeah, and you're really realizing just how much of a challenge it is, you know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's pushing your buttons, it's pushing you to the limit, all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Aim for one half second of pain-free experience. One half second? That's math. <laughs> a, an instant then. Okay. A short amount of time is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Aim for a short, a really, really short instant in time where you notice that you actually got the pain to go away. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I did. Yeah. And the first time I did it, I was stunned. Right, right. God, I actually did it. <laughs> yeah. And then I tried again a little bit later on after I rested up a bit, and I was able to do it for almost a full second. Mm. And then later on for about a second and a half. Yeah. And then I quit for the day. I was, I was done. That's a lot right there. <laughs> it is a lot. It is a lot. But that's all it took. Mm -hmm. I mean, after that, first of all, the next day I woke up, half the pain was gone. The, the mm -hmm. pain level was reduced in half. Within two days, the pain was down to about 80% of where it was, or 20%, mm -hmm. 80% less. Um, and by the end of the week, it was like around 10%. So okay. I mean, it, it reduced pretty quickly. But mm -hmm. it was all because I managed to get brief instances of really feeling like I felt pain-free, like I felt mm -hmm. good. And then the most important part, of course, getting excited about that. Right. Celebrating it. Yeah, that's what I haven't been doing. Yeah. That mm -hmm. celebration, it, it's almost like it, it, I don't know, nails it down or something. Yeah. I remember the first time I did that, I was a kid, and I didn't even know law of attraction or anything like that. <laughs> And I just remember I had me and my brother were all sick and my mom, we were coughing up a storm. I don't remember what we had. Um, I think we had strap along with something else. And then mm. she brought home cough drops because she was tired of hearing all the coughing in the house. Mm. And I just remember saying, just looking up at the sky and saying, someone please stop this. And then my mom came home with cough drops. I put a cough drop in my mouth. This is the first time I ever tried a cough drop. <laughs> and I was just like, Thank God for the person who invented the person who made cough drops because this is a miracle right here. Right. And I will forever remember that moment because I was just inhaling and then the coughing stopped and it was great. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I could, I, that's probably the most grateful I've ever been in my whole life. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it definitely, um, it, it definitely gives you perspective whenever yep. you find something at any age 
that that works. I don't know other mm-hmm. way to say it. It just plain works, even if you don't know how it works. That's what right. makes it magic. Mm-hmm. In fact, that that's actually one of my favorite definitions of magic. I don't remember the exact wording, but magic is is any form of advanced science for which we don't understand the science yet. Mm, so, I like lack, that. For lack of a better term, we call it magic. Yeah. Once we understand the science, it's no longer magic. Now it's science. Mm-hmm. So scientists technically do believe in magic. It's just a hard thing to kind of pin them down on that. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing you won't hear them saying. Well, some will. Some will. But, uh, yeah, I think most of them would kind of look askance at it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll just move on to the next topic of conversation. <laughs> That's what I actually normally get. Yeah. What made you think about magic, though? Was it tied to what, the fact that you heard your back, or what, what made that come up as a topic? Because that actually, it might be fun to find out you know, why you thought of it and drill into that a little bit. I thought of it two reasons, and... I was thinking of the the episode I want to talk about with Dan is based on where does karma and jinxing fit in with law of attraction. And that brought me to magic. Don't know how I got there. And then the song, do you believe in magic came on? And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, all right. (laughs) Well, that's law of attraction right there. Yeah. facts. So I was like, well, let me tell Walt. (laughs) (laughs) Little side story. Um, Louise and I, of course, are friends with, Anne-Marie and Mike McEwen, Anne-Marie used to do the Sunday podcast with me. Okay. When I, when I was doing the Sunday podcast, they live in mm-hmm. Milltown, Connecticut. And uh, we had a, a favorite diner that Louise and I went to in Stamford, Connecticut, which is a mm-hmm. good hour to an hour and a half drive, worse in traffic from here, mm-hmm. um, because they had some of the best heroes in the world. I mean, just absolutely Ooh. delicious Oh, I love a good one. Oh, yeah. Tiki sauce and all that. It's like, oh, God, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Made by actual Greek, so, of course, you know why it's good. Yes. Yeah. Really, really good. But it's a long way to go. Anyway, um, it's like a two-part story. The, the, the first part is that the waitress who served us last time we were there, we mentioned how far we'd come down. It was quite a trip to get there. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says, well... We used to have an employee who worked here. In fact, he's the one who invented our recipe for the, the tzatziki sauce or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, and he used to uh, do a lot of our um, chef work. And he has since opened his own diner in Vernon, Connecticut, which is outside of Hartford, right near where you guys Oh. And so he said, oh, all right, we got to go check that out. Mm-hmm. So on New Year's Day, January 1st, that's exactly what we did. We went to check out this diner. Partly because we wanted to see, is this such a good place for mm-hmm. the heroes? And partly because it would be a good place to meet with Anne-Marie and Mike. Because yeah. we're always looking for a place to go out to dinner together. It's a good mm-hmm. place, good food and so forth. Well, first of all, if you know anything about Vernon, Connecticut, you know there's nothing there. I mean, it's call, calling it a bedroom community is doing it a tremendous amount of justice. You know, it's like it's more more than it really deserves because there's nothing in Vernon, Connecticut. It's yeah. Just, you know, it's, it, it's just a nice little place and that's about it. Not the place you'd expect a, a really, you know, high flying restaurant to be. Mm-hmm. Now a diner, not quite a restaurant perhaps, but let me tell you, this diner is a restaurant. This okay. Was, this isn't a hole in the wall, greasy spoon. This is like good quality food mm-hmm. and the, the decor is gorgeous and the place was packed. Absolutely. Mm. And we're talking a big place. We're talking three large main dining rooms. Wow. Really big place. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the food was delicious. The food mm-hmm. was really, really good. So anyway, that's the long story to get to the point where I say that I sent Anne-Marie a text mm-hmm. saying, we found this great restaurant that serves delicious heroes. We're going to have to arrange to introduce you and Mike to it. Mm-hmm. And she writes back and says, we were just talking about you. Uh-huh. Happens all the time. And I wrote back saying, of course, that's the law of attraction. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so when you talked about how, you know, what was it exactly? Um, oh, you believe in, do you believe in magic comes on yeah. after you're thinking about the magic? That's the first thought that came to my mind. There's another example of yeah. the law of attraction just happening in everyday little little things that most people just dismiss. Mm-hmm. There it is once again. Yeah. Just popping right up. How cool. Facts. <laughs> so, okay. So magic, do you believe in magic came up as a song 
and mm-hmm. you were you would kind of what what was it you had kind of connected this to? Oh, karma. That's what it was. Yeah. And also, I was wondering, like, you know those old um, wives' tales about your hand itching and then you get money, which has been happening to me a lot lately. And, like, your that, ears... That's a good one to keep going, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's keep that going. <laughs> and then your ears ringing means someone's talking about you. Left ear bad, good ear right. and <laughs> Good ear right. Yeah. Right ear good. Yeah. So stuff like that I started thinking of. You know what I mean? So superstition, essentially. Yes. Superstitions. Okay. All of that wrapped up in one giant thing. That's what I was, that was my weekend that I was thinking about. Well, I know you want to ask Dan particularly about the karma stuff and so forth, so I won't delve too deeply there, but I will ask one thing, and that is, what do you think about that? What do I think about karma? What do you think the role is? Your question, as I understood it, was what's the role of all this in law of attraction and Mm -hmm. law of attraction teaching? Well, that's why I'm asking. I don't have have an answer. Oh, you don't have an answer? No. Okay. (laughs) I mean, well, we had talked about it briefly maybe last year, mm-hmm. um, but I don't recall what we discussed. It was that long ago. Hey, you know, three episodes ago was a long time ago as far as I'm concerned. Yesterday so. was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> that was 24 hours ago. That was a long right. time. <laughs> you want me to remember that show from last you know, September? Uh, good luck. <laughs> yeah, which one? <laughs> All right. Um, well, I won't uh, presume to guess what Dan's answer is going to be, but I'll tell you mm-hmm. what Joel's answer would be because okay. this is something okay. that Joel and I talked about. Mm-hmm. We had a long conversation. It was a full show, and it wasn't on the topic of magic per se, but it was about different kinds of of belief systems, modalities, and things that coaches do who are law of attraction coaches and mm-hmm. things that they teach and so forth. And the bottom line is that if you believe that it's true – and you believe it that it works, then it does. Yeah. I mean, he told That's a really great story. So, yeah. It does. Yeah, it is everything. He told a great story about a guy he knows um, from one of the gyms where he works out. And the guy, he and the, the two of them normally just have like a hello, how you doing kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. But this, at this one point, this guy was talk, trying to talk him out of um, this law of attraction nonsense. Oh, okay. And, and he was going on and on and on about it and making his proofs and so forth. And... Finally, at one point, in an exasperation, in an exasperated voice, he says to Joel, Joel, don't you understand? All of this is only true because you believe it's true. And Joel says, you got it, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> Way to answer your own question, sir. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Belief is everything. Belief is another form of thought. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of, actually, you know what belief is? Belief is thought that accelerates. Mmm, I like that. Right. Because mm-hmm. the first time you have a thought, it's kind of like, okay, there it is. Yep. Yeah. Not a whole lot of power behind it yet. Right, right. But then as you focus on it for a while and build up the belief in it and so forth, it accelerates. It gets bigger mm-hmm. and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until all of a sudden you start getting more thoughts like that. And then it starts turning into actual manifestations. And then get out of the way because the, the Mack truck is heading toward you. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully full of money. That's okay. I, I, mm-hmm. As long as it doesn't run me over, I'm fine. You know. I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to argue. Yeah, yeah. But uh, th- but that's the, the case of belief is a thought that's kind of accelerated. And mm-hmm. So when you understand it that way, now we think about thoughts becoming things. Well, of course, you know, beliefs yeah. become things. Yeah, sure, beliefs become Great. things. So if you believe it, it's going to be true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. So that's my answer. That's Joel's answer. And okay, I like that answer. Dan's answer is. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, save that one. Save, that's a good one to ask him about. Oh, yeah, I'm going to save it. We're I'm kind of missing him. Here. Right there, okay. Because <laughs> this is like the second week where without him, he's not going to be here next week. And the following week, I won't be here. Well, then means, I won't be here. And you won't be here either. <laughs> so, uh, in fact, I should let people know, um, Louise and I are going away. I think I may have mentioned this before, but we're going away to Florida to visit my brother and then sister-in-law and to just get away for about a 10-day period from January 17th through 27th. So there won't be any podcasts between mm-hmm. the 17th and the 27th unless, you know, the spirit moves us and we decide to do one on the fly there or something like that. But, <laughs> there, but there are not going to be any scheduled podcasts, right. let's put it that okay. way. Um, and then the first one back will be the 28th with Dan, so that'll be the first opportunity. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so... Um, forewarned is forearmed first, 
uh, folks, make sure that you're uh, subscribed so that you can play back the, uh, the old episodes. Because that's what happens, right? When a TV show reaches the end of a season and you're between seasons, they, they replay the replays, right? The yeah, you gotta stuff. watch the repeats, yeah. yeah. So that's what the, the repeats are there for. That's why you're subscribed to the list. You can go listen mm-hmm. to the repeats. Um, another thing I've got to tell you, too. Remember the episode that we did on what happens when you don't ma- uh, notice your manifestations? Yeah. It's abs- it's up into the thousands now. Ooh! I, I think okay. it's... Last look is like seventeen hundred plays. Something like wow! That. Yeah, that's crazy. But in then that's so crazy. It's not even on because at, at any given time, the number of shows that show up on the subscribe list are the last fifty shows. It's beyond yeah. fifty shows now. Wow! But it's, but it's still getting played. Nice. Thanks, yeah. guys. Appreciate it. Very much. Very much. Yeah. So, just saying. Just saying. It. People mm-hmm. do know how to play the replays. Yeah. <laughs> But, Speaking of Florida, it's ironic that you're going there. My brother did a pop-up this weekend and came up to visit. Really? Yeah, like randomly out of nowhere. He wow. he played us, though. He does this all the time. So he texts the family group chat, and he's like, hey, Mom, did you get your Christmas present? There was one more package I was supposed to come. And she's like, no, I've been here all week. Wait, where is it? And she, he's like, hold on, I'm tracking it right now, a.k.a. he was at the airport picking up the rental car. <laughs> so he's like, uh, it, sh- it should be there in an, about an hour. You have to sign for it, so make sure you're home. So Kenny uh-huh. and I had ran out to go to um, Ace Hardware because he needed a thing for his drill. And he texts the group chat again saying, oh, oh, the package should be there any minute. And she's like, okay, cool. I'm waiting by the door. Then I get a phone call, and I'm, my mother's like frantic. And I'm like, what? And she's like, what are you doing? Where are you? And I'm like, I'm at the store down the street. What happened? She's like, your brother's here. And I was like, oh, my God, you scared me. I thought someone died. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like, I got to go home now. My brother's here. I'm so excited. I love when he does the pop-ups. And he was only in and out for 24 hours, but it's still, it was it was enjoyable. He turned yes. it into an event, too. He turned it into magic. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Which is fun. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So he got to meet Penny, so that was good. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Did they hit it off? Did, are they on the oh, same definitely. page? Oh, yeah. I texted my brother the other night, and I was like, so what do you think of Kenny? He was like, uh, he's like, I like him. I, I didn't get to speak much with him, but from what I got gathered from him, I like him. And if you like him, I love him. And I was like, oh, okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That's a supportive brother. Yeah, he is. He is. That's really great. He likes what I like and hates what I hate. That's that's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to be too codependent that way, but uh, I love the but fact that you're supporting But we're not. He lives in Miami, and I'm all the way over here. We are not codependent. Yeah, so, so that's kind of, yeah, it's limited. It's like yeah. well, holiday codependent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just the type of dude that, like, once he once he knows you, he's like, he always has your back no matter what. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. kind of loyalty is rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're definitely a loyal type of family. Mm-hmm. Like all good. the way out to the cousins and whatnot. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's when you get a family that tight. That's powerful. Oh yeah, I agree. That's how you. That's how you. Your support actually takes on a source energy mm-hmm. aspect to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it definitely does. And we were By having way, good um, law of attraction conversations actually. Really. He's trying, to, he's trying to manifest his own gym. Ooh. Um, in in Miami, but he's like, you know, the trouble is every around every corner in Miami there's a gym. So, but he's like, he found this little tight niche of like kind of like a little suburban, um, high class area where everyone wants to work out, but no one wants to come out of their gated community to do it. So <laughs> he's looking into concierge uh, training now. Ah. And also their high schools because he lo- he loves training kids. Like he he's he's finding a lot of value in it. And mm-hmm. I guess one kid went to college based on him. So he wrote a college essay about how he wasn't even thinking about college until my brother said some inspirational things and everything changed around. Now he's accepted into four colleges. Very good, good mm-hmm. for him. That's great. I was like, look at you changing the world. Good for yeah. You. <laughs> Very he's good. Like one kid at Very a time. Good. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny too how we i mean the example you gave about how he uh, wants to get this gym but there's all these problems that are in the way that's a theme that louise and i were talking about with our friends leona and george up in vermont mm-hmm. when we, we visited them this past weekend because mm-hmm. they, they were um they live at mount snow vermont which of course is yeah. a ski resort mm-hmm. um and 
it's not like it used to be when they first got there as ski bums back in the eighties. It's it's mm-hmm. toned down considerably, and they they were right. kind of pining for well, it, you know what? Why why can't it just be like it was then? It was great. There was all this great food around, lots of great people, all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And then they started listing all the reasons why it wouldn't work today, all the things that had changed that would make it impossible. And mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, wow, I'm actually listening to people describe for me what their resistances are to the things they're trying to attract. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I know they weren't doing that deliberately. It's not yeah, like they're being mean spirited. That's just how we're, that. we're bred, But that's what we do. Yeah. 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 It's really educational to sit back and just kind of watch that and say, wow, and it just kind of flows from us. And we don't even realize that we're doing anything resistant. Well, see, me and my brother always polish up with, well, that doesn't matter. It'll it'll happen, and then he'll give me a date, and then that's the end of the conversation. But do, do you let go of the thing that you were hanging on to? Because if you let go, that's great. But if you're not letting go of you know this thing that this reason why it can't work, then you got a problem. <laughs> uh oh, Alex froze up. Hopefully, she's taking a call or something like that. She'll be right back. But yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, my mom called twice, so I thought it was an emergency. She just forgot it was Podcast Tuesday. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll forgive her for that. No problem. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go hang up and talk about bike. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, what I was saying mom. while you were while you were frozen on the screen there was we we have this tendency to just not even realize when we're putting out resistance. Mm-hmm. We, we do it regularly, but then later yeah. on, we, we, you know, stuff isn't showing up and, and somebody tells us, well, we're resistant to it. We say, well, how? I'm not being resistant. We yeah. don't even recognize yeah. that we do it at times. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I guess what I'm saying is it's a good thing to notice. It is a good thing to notice. It's, it's like, it's like noticing and being grateful for your manifestations. It's the, it's the other part of it. You have to yeah. realize what the blocks that you're putting in your own road. Yeah. Yeah, and then ideally, once you recognize them, embrace them, thank you, thank them for the information, and let them go. Exactly. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Jeffrey posted a couple of things. I wanted to make sure I brought them into the conversation. First, going back to when we were talking about pain and mm-hmm. how difficult it can be to kind of see through the pain to what we want to believe and imagine and feel. He says, "Is pain the physical manifestation of an emotional issue?" and I guess the answer to that very often is yes, isn't it? Most of the time, yes. Yeah. I mean, considering that we live in an emotion-driven universe, I don't think it could really be much of anything else, ultimately. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's a good point. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we also were talking a few minutes ago about scientists and um, their capacity to doubt, particularly where something like law of attraction is concerned. And he says, have you ever heard scientists talk about quantum theory? They absolutely believe in magic. Mm-hmm. That's true. It is Topic true. Topic of conversation in my house lately, actually. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Quantum physics? Yeah. Um, Kenny's very heavy into it. Rusty no Bowler. kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, like, like toward what end? Like toward, like he, every time he does a tattoo, he always asks, if a tree falls in the forest, blah, 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 blah. And then goes into the whole, and then they start talking about, um, what's that? Rusty, really? Golly. <laughs> um, then he starts, uh, Tesla? Is that, is that the guy that does? Nikola Tesla? Yeah, yeah. They, so they get into deep conversations about him and everything he discovered and all his experiments and stuff like that. And I'm just like, sounds like a great show. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so set it up. Well, no, I meant like on TV, like show. Like I would watch that. <laughs> hey, we do a show here too. Bring it in. True, true. Bring, bring them here. We'll talk about it. All right, I will. Set it up. All right, we'll do. But Jeffrey, you're absolutely right. I think scientists do believe in magic. The, the tricky part is getting them to agree that what they believe in is magic. But yes, I think that is the trick. That's the tricky part. No pun intended. I mean, Louis, yes. <laughs> Louis yesterday was talking about a guy who is a flat earther. Oh. Yeah. And he believes in, he has all this stuff worked out. And, and I guess the, the theories that are involved in being a flat earther are pretty intricate, and very detailed. Mm-hmm. They, they have an explanation for everything. And so, forth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I guess um, the flat earther offered a challenge to another friend of Louis um, that if he could prove him wrong, he'd give him 2,000 pounds. Interesting. And the friend ultimately gave up. He couldn't prove it to him. 
Yeah, because those dudes have an excuse for everything. So, well, it made me think about it. Mm-hmm. It made me think about it, not because I really am interested in flat Earth, because I'm not. No, but just because I, I'm interested in, like Louie and I were talking about yesterday, and Astrid too. We were talking about how we like knowing why it is people have certain perspectives. Agreed. Agreed. Because you know, we learn from that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we learn just by understanding someone else's perspective, we pick stuff up. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what, whether it's the actual theory or whatever it is they're trying to promote, we still pick stuff up. Yeah. Well, um, where the flat earther guy was concerned, I, I began asking myself, so, okay, how is this likely to work? Let's, let, let's say he offered me the challenge to prove it to him. Mm-hmm. And I started playing it out in my mind and I realized where the whole thing was going to end up. Mm-hmm. It was going to end up in belief. Mm-hmm. That's because all at the end of the day. That's all anything at the end of the day. Ultimately, it would come down to he believes that the earth is flat because he believes the earth is flat. Yeah. And he's accumulated all of this evidence to mm-hmm. support yeah. all these theories, all these connected ways of thinking about stuff and so forth to support his belief mm-hmm. that the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. So belief is everything. And so I asked myself, well, would I take the challenge? And I, I realized, yes, I would. I would take the challenge to see if I could get that 2,000 pounds from him. I mean, money is always an incentive. I would definitely think about it. <laughs> well, I, I would basically come to him on that basis, on the basis of belief. Yeah. And the way I would do I it is not by... I think he would see that as a cop-out, though. Well, hear me out. Okay? okay. I wouldn't actually start off with the idea of it's all just belief. Instead, okay. I'd ask him what his criteria of proof is. Okay. Because ultimately... That's a good question. If we're talking about proving something, we're talking about some form of objectivity Mm -hmm. and we're we're, we're looking at some standard of proof. You have to to accumulate this much evidence or it has to be this direct or you have to have a smoking gun or or something like that. So so what are the objective standards of proof in this? Mm -hmm. And I suspect what would happen is every time that I tried to get him to identify what his standard of proof was mm-hmm. and showed him how it was leading to a consequence that he didn't like, then he changed the rules on me. Uh-huh. I suspect that would keep happening over and over again. I agree. Until finally it would happen often enough that I could point to the fact that really what it comes down to is, can I prove it to your satisfaction? Mm-hmm. And at that point, and in, on the way to that point, I would also be asking him, do you agree that when I'm looking at stuff, I am proving stuff to my satisfaction? Mm-hmm. If I can agree, get him to agree to both of those, yeah, I have just proven that the earth is round. Ooh. And the way I know that is, I believe it's round. Fact. Therefore, Coming into the back door, I like it. Therefore, the earth is round. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I believe it. So, yeah. The earth is also flat. Why? Because he, he believes, believes it. it. 2,000 pounds, please. Yeah. <laughs> Aggressively believes, yes. Of course, he'd probably, you know, have a fit of some kind, but nevertheless, it'd be fun to see what the reaction was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe he might even write a check. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> One day. We'll see. Go cash that puppy real quick. Anyway. Right? Before he changes his mind. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> But it's a, it's a great little um, exercise, a mental exercise, to demonstrate mm-hmm. just how powerful belief, a role, a, the role that belief plays in what we're calling magic, in what we're calling, yeah. you know, how the universe works and how stuff works. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we believe in magic, then yeah, magic exists. Exactly. In fact, Cindy Chavez, who does the, sun, the uh, Wednesday podcast with me, when she sends an email, she mm-hmm. always, the, the signature at the end is love and magic, Cindy. Oh, I like that. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost good, as good as unicorns. I mean, it's Or just, Mystical Magical Day. Or Mystical Magical Day, which is your signature. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, magic. It's all magic. Yeah. In fact, I don't ever want to not think that it's magic. Agreed. Agreed. Because at one point I did think that, and boy, was life dull. I was going to say, that must have sucked. <laughs> it did. And I was like that for a long time. Mm. Oh, so sad. Well, 
that's one way of looking at it. The other way to look at it was, boy, was it great coming out the other side. Mm, I like that. <laughs> it was, too. I mean, it Now, has which been. movie was it that said... Was it a movie or a show that said the magic is seeing is believing, and then somebody else said, no, believing is seeing. I don't remember what movie that oh, was. Oh, where does that come from? Yeah, I remember. I, I don't know if that was a show yeah. or what, but I do remember that that phrase. Yeah. Somebody reversed it, and I, I don't know where that comes from. We'll have to Google that. Yeah, I'm going to definitely have to Google that. <laughs> do that or Jeffrey will probably type it in for us. He knows the all the things. Yeah, Jeffrey knows everything. <laughs> You should call Jeffrey the Oracle. <laughs> Wait, this is the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> could have been, could have been. Well, I'll tell you, Linda Armstrong believes that we do live in the, in the Matrix. I also believe that. Do you? Yes. Mm-hmm. I have to ask you then, do you believe that we're strapped into chairs and they're using us as food? No, nah, I don't believe that part, but I you do believe think that, part. That, that this is all... Not going to say computer program, but basically. <laughs> it's a very good metaphor for describing what happens. Yeah, it definitely is. Because certainly if you have an entire universe that's based on mental agitation of source energy, mm-hmm. then there, the sky's the limit. <laughs> the <Yep>. sky. <laughs> <laughs> there are no limits. <laughs> exactly. No limits are the limit. <laughs> yeah. It's stuck in my head. I got to know where it came from. Well, we can do a lookup if it will make you feel better. Yes, it, w- it would definitely settle my soul. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what was the phrase again? Uh, seeing, no. Believing is seeing. Yeah. All right. I feel like it was a Christmas movie because I feel like it was a reference to Santa Claus. Yes, it was. I think it was Santa Claus, but I don't remember if it was one, two, or three. Well, there's actually a book by that name, mm-hmm. and there's an article in Psychology Today by that name. Yeah, it wasn't either of those. I don't read those. So you think there was a movie, a movie I'm or a TV sure, show? I'm pretty sure it was Santa Claus 1. The Santa Claus pops up. Yeah, there you go. Boom. I'm awesome. There it is. Oh, Judy is the one who says it. Yes. Oh, the Coco girl. Okay. Yep. That's who it is. <laughs> very good. Thank you. You pulled that you one out of the magical ether. That was very well done. <laughs> it was magic. It was magic. So, <laughs> all right. So now we, we've, I mean, I don't know that you can ever do a systematic approach to describing and discussing magic, but we've, we've been fairly thorough about yeah. it. Yeah. I think so. Let's tie back to healing. Okay. All right? Because you got a back injury. Louie has a calf injury. Also Um, got diagnosed with hypoglycemia this week. So it's just piling up. As usual. (laughs) Well, time to reverse it then. Which got me to the what what, weirdest law of attraction fit jinxing in thing because my mom's manifestation for 2020 was no hospital visits. And I said... Okay, and then here we were on day six of the new year and in the ER, and I was like, this is all your fault. <laughs> but well, then again, I'm like, she didn't specify hospital visits for whom, so she hasn't had any. But it, it's a point, because if you f- focus on hospital visits, whether they are actual visits or no visits, you're focusing on visits. Right, right. I mean, for me, I wouldn't want to focus on hospital visits. I mm-hmm. want to focus on health. Yeah, yeah. I want to focus on going out and living life. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to focus on is hospital visits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, unless I really want to spend time in the hospital. You know. Well, they do have good chicken salad. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> not that that's a reason to go. I'm just saying. Not really, no. <laughs> it <laughs> is a not for me anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, but if you, I mean... If you're finding that you're focusing on stuff and it's showing up, that's that's law of attraction, isn't it? That's because you're focusing on stuff, so yeah. it's going to show up. Yeah. So, so what's jinxing? Jinxing is law of attraction. Touche. You Touché. believe that this terrible thing is going to happen, so therefore something related to this terrible thing happens. Mm-hmm. And then you can continue to believe in it, so you get more instances of it happening. Uh, I tell Kenny this all the time. Yeah. So do 
superstition and jinxing and all that fit into LOA? Hey, anything yeah. fits into LOA. They yeah, all do. Facts. But they're actually among the cleaner examples of it. Mm. Well, clean, clean maybe is not the the, the best word. Um, how about they are pure in okay. a sort of a dark sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, because it's fairly straightforward. You, you focus on a belief that you're jinxed and you're jinxed. Yeah. Which, by the way, is what the actual motivation is behind the people who believe in that stuff. Mm-hmm. They want you to believe in it. Yeah, exactly. Because then they've got you. And they know. Yeah, it. there's more power when more people and more, more these situations become make things more of a reality for you. Yes. See, this is why I love so much the fact that we get to choose how we feel. Yeah. And it can take a little time to learn to exercise that, but boy, oh boy, mm-hmm. is that powerful. Yeah. Because now we're not limited to whatever somebody trying to jinx us is trying to limit us to. Right. We can change our belief to anything we want to change it to. Mm -hmm. All we have to do is focus attention on it. That's like the other day when I was telling you I was having a conversation with Coral, Coral, who's 11, now 12. Um, And she was like, what do you do when you get stressed out? I said, I don't subscribe to stress. (laughs) She was like, what? You're an adult. How do you not have stress? I said, doesn't exist in my bubble. Simple as that. She said, that's why you're always smiling. Well, yeah. There's another aspect to that, and it's the one that comes to my mind immediately, (laughs) which is, okay, if it's not stress, then what is it that is inducing you to focus so much attention on things that lead to back injuries and hypoglycemia and all these other anxiety disorders and so forth? It's my belief that, um, and I'm trying to work on this, but I have this thing where every time I go to the doctors, I come up with a new diagnosis. Because if it's not one thing, it's another. And that, that comes from my father. But it's uh, you get passed down to me, inherited to me, apparently. So so, so we're going to blame your, your father for this one. Not the whole part. Just the if it's not one thing, it's another thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing I say a lot. And, and every time I go to the doctors, I'm like, oh, here we go again. Let's see what happened to me today. <laughs> Let's put it on the list. <laughs> so, so, so there it is. You just said it. Mm-hmm. You, you you regularly say these things and think these things, and yeah. you, of course you no, more, I totally know what it is, and I'm right. working on it, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's the challenge: mm-hmm. what's the inverse of that? Sorry, I didn't miss that. I only had a call. Oh, I said, what's the inverse of that? Hmm, the inverse. Um. Well, I guess when I go to the doctors, I can say, "Well, what great news do they have for me today?" That's good. Mm-hmm. What's different about that? Um, going in more positive than I am negative. Okay. What else? Um, Does it feel hmm. different? No, because in the back of my mind, I still don't believe it yet. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's, like a, it's a weak sarcastic. belief right now. I feel like I'm being sarcastic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that, that happens what, early what on. What news do they have for me today? Like, that's how I feel like I'd say it out loud. But, but that's that's what happens early on when we haven't built up the belief to a point yeah. of it actually being a belief. Right. That's, that's the fake it till you make it part. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that, that's where, okay, yeah, I really don't believe this yet, but I'm going to say it anyway. And I'm going to yeah. keep thinking it, keep saying it, because if I stay there, eventually, I'll I'm, get I'm, it. eventually I will find a way to let go of yep. this other belief that, oh, no, it always has to turn out wrong for me. Well, that's like my belief that nothing bad ever happens to the people around me. Mm-hmm. So you're lucky to have me in your life. But at the same time, I, I say nothing bad ever happens. And then I go to the doctor and say the complete opposite. So contradicting myself on a spiritual level, it's weird. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, at least you know what's going on. That's oh, something. yeah. I'm fully aware of everything that's you're, happening. You're very clear about that. You know? mm-hmm. so, yeah. It's just a question of changing it then. Yes. Yes. Pivoting is, is a powerful thing. It's an important thing to do. And hard to do. It's also easy to do. Yeah. It's both. Mm-hmm. The trick, of course, is to be determined to, as soon as possible, convince yourself that it's easy. Mm. So right. I got to pivot about pivoting. Yeah, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, if, if you're contradicting your, your feeling with, with what you're saying, mm-hmm. you have to let go of the feeling. Yeah. Because the feeling is driving the thought. 
Yeah. Um, changing the words by itself, that's not going to do it. You have to change. You have to assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled, as Neville says, right? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. You have to get into that feeling place. So let me go back to the question I said before. The question mm-hmm. was, what's the inverse of it? And you gave me sort of a, an abstract answer to that. What's the mm-hmm. inverse feeling of that feeling? Hmm. That's a hard one. Because this is what we have to focus our attention on. This is what we have to spend time thinking about if we really want to learn how to pivot away from this thing that we don't like so much. I feel like I would need a vignette of me walking out of the doctor's office and my mom going, how does it go? And I go, great. No bad news. (laughs) You just created it. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That that's perfect because it involves somebody else saying something. So yeah. when, when the thing happens and she actually says that, you say, "Oh, how cool is that?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Why don't you? Actually, I recommend going to uh, the Pivot Pals group. Okay. And post that. Okay. And join us in doing because all the the few of us who are doing the Pivot Pals thing regularly are going in every day. Okay. And reading our vignettes, or in my case, I have a video I posted though, so I'm mm-hmm. watching my video. And just doing it every day. Um, and, and then each time you watch it, just put a little comment under your own thing. Say, okay, I, I thought about this or I focused on it for two minutes. Or However many minutes, yeah. yeah. Okay. To, just to record the fact that you're doing it every day. Mm-hmm. And if you stick, with, stick with that and go after that feeling every day. You'll get there. You'll get there pretty okay. quick. Yeah. I'm finding that with the video. I love this video I put together. I've loved it mm-hmm. for a while now. But yeah. um, watching it every single day, I've gotten to the point where within seconds I fall into that belief field really quick. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean by the belief field where you just kind of sink into it. You just really feel like it's happening right there. Yeah. And then. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm just slipping into it really, really quickly. And I love that. And Jeffrey, I mean, we mentioned Jeffrey before. Oh, Jeffrey's um, talked uh, as a few things. He says, what if you stop listening to the diagnosis? There's an interesting thought for you. <laughs> That's a tough one, Jeffrey. <laughs> And then he says, look at you go, Walt, coaching like a pro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know, right? Well, thank you, Jeffrey. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, when we get to that place where we're just making that shift on a micro basis, there's Dan's thing again, right? Yeah. Little micro shifts, right? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of a shift in the feeling every single day just by trying to imagine that feeling of, walking out of the doctor's office and your mom, what's the question your mom asked you? Uh, how did everything go? And what's your response? Great. No bad news. So we just anchored it again. We're, we're building that anchor into your, mm-hmm. into your subconscious mind. So play that every day, you know, okay. go back and watch that every day. And by the way, when you do it in the pivot palace group, we'll all punch in and say, yeah, way to go. <laughs> Je- yeah. Jeffrey will share <laughs> these little short, you know, is. animations and so forth to, yeah. to cheer you on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I also want to put out a, a a call to those who have become members of the group who are kind of lurking and aren't doing anything yet. Come on. That's me. I'm people. The, the, <laughs> the water is great. Jump right in. Yeah. I'm in the group, but I'm not in the group. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, this is a safe group because this yeah, is just listeners is. of the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know? So the only thing you're going to get is support. Yeah, there's no negative energy in this group. That's no, what I like. you're not going to get criticized. Just none, mm-hmm. none of that's going to happen. The only thing that's mm-hmm. going to happen is people are going to say, you go, girl, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People so, are very supportive of what you want. No so what take it. advantage of it. Jump in. If you want to eat toenails on a Saturday, we will support you. Yeah, we may not read too much about it, but yes. <laughs> I'm just saying that's how supportive it is. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, And the ones who are... The, the few who are taking advantage of it, Jeffrey is mm-hmm. definitely one. He goes through, he yeah. has like five or six of them that mm-hmm. he goes through every single day. You can tell because they pop right to the top of the list. Yeah. Um, uh, Belinda is another one. She's been posting. Anna is mm-hmm. one doing uh, regular stuff. I've been doing it regularly. Um, but it's like that's the four who've been doing it fairly regularly. And there's mm-hmm. only 40, 41, 42 people in the group so far. So there's a whole yeah. bunch of lurkers who aren't doing anything yet. And we know we have around 500 listens per episode, so there's a, there are hundreds of listeners who haven't even jumped into the group yet. Right, right. And I'm, I'm not saying this to guilt everybody. I'm saying to, to say, you know, you're, this is a great opportunity. This is a way yeah. to get stuff going. Right. You no, know, because we put these things away, don't we? We put them aside and say, oh, well, I'll get yes. to it. I'll get yeah. to it. And then we don't get to it. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Dan and I were talking about that uh, a few weeks ago about how, 
he has his coaching thing that he does. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he'll, he'll get people all excited and they'll say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this thing and so forth. And then they don't follow through. Yeah. And that's a very common thing. Yeah. Follow through is key. It's very key. You got to do it. I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Siri. Siri just woke up. <laughs> At least she was honest about it. She didn't have an answer. I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> That's funny. How did we trigger that one? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. So anyway, yes, but become uh, a member of the the uh, Pivot Pals Law of Attraction group on Facebook, and we'll we'll be glad to let you in. Just say that you're one of the listeners of the podcast. And uh, also, if you're not yet a subscriber to the podcast, we want to make sure you do that as well. Um, most of you are, fortunately. We love every one of you. But just in case this is a, a new listener and maybe the first time you've heard us, be- you know, haven't heard us before. Just do the quick subscribe thing. Chances are you probably know how to do it, but if you can't figure out how to do it, just go to the homepage of our website, LOAToday.net, and click, 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 just like that. You'll be a subscriber. And mm-hmm. also check us out on YouTube, because then you can see Alex's purple hair as she lounges on her couch. <laughs> it looks very, very comfortable. Tell people how they can see your purple hair. Oh, you can see my purple hair by going to YouTube and searching LOA Today podcast videos. And once you've done that, you will see our smiling faces. And underneath our smiling faces, there is a red subscribe button. Hit that red subscribe button. And next to it, there is a silver bell. Make sure you click all so you will always be notified when we are live. And that's just that simple. I love Mm -hmm. it. Excellent. So, all right. Well, how did we do weaving magic compared or, or not compared, but interwoven with Injuries and overcoming injuries. injuries. I yeah. think we did a smooth job. We did a smooth job. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I guess we passed the test. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the real question. How many people tuning in today are going to take what they learned and apply it? You always say at least half. <laughs> at least half? At least half. That's how the party invitation thing goes. It's expected oh, okay. half to show up. Okay. All right. Well, then... For those half who are going to start applying it, congratulations. I love it. <laughs> Way to go. And I'll know that you did it successfully if you report back in Pivot Pals that you've been doing it for a month now. I like that. <laughs> or just send us the email. I don't care. Yeah, send us the email. <laughs> we like the emails. We like the emails. So, okay. Well, good stuff. Uh, oh, once again, uh, Louise and I are going to be away the 17th through the 27th, so we'll do shows up until then. The last show will be the 16th, Thursday show yep. that you and I do. Okay. Um, and then we'll pick up again with Dan Mangina on the 28th. So mm-hmm. just kind of file that away. Um, also, since it's wintertime, I think we, I'd like to see us talk about topics that are winter-related, so let's start thinking about those kind of oh, going okay. forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the obvious ones that come to mind are – Weather. You know, people who are who are struggling with the fact that it's winter, you know, struggling with the cold or the snow or whatever. Um, I mean, it's me. I'm people's. Yeah. So there, there's, there's topics to do, and and depression is always a big time. Well, depression. Oh all yes. All year along. Seasonal but, depression is definitely a huge thing. Seasonal depression, is a big thing. So you know, we can talk about those things too. Um, and let's also be looking for different ideas about how to apply these various tools that we have. How to mm-hmm. pivot. How to focusing so okay. I, I, am, I guess what i'm saying is i'm putting you in charge of coming up with a whole bunch of cool topics for us all right no press no press got if it you can do it <laughs> <laughs> nah no pressure at all i know <laughs> okay any last uh words of wisdom for people who like you are dealing with uh you know physical pain or whatever what what, what have you picked up what's 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 your next go-to thing you're going to give a shot with my next go-to thing I'm going to get a shot with is I'm going to start with this back pain so I can move because I have things to do. The house is atrocious and I just can't. My OCD's going off. Oh, oh and no. so, so yeah, I'm going to focus on you know getting comfortable and trying to stay in that feeling. Mm. By the way, something I didn't mention and it just occurred to me now: our bodies are bilateral. You know, so what's on the one side is also on the other side. We have a right arm and a left arm, right leg and a left leg. Right. So I got to concentrate on feeling so how the left side feels. Yeah. So yeah. like if the right side of your back is what's hurting, yeah. imagine that it feels like the left side or you know, yeah. whatever, something like that. Take a lot, take advantage of that bilateralism. It's really helpful. 
I find okay. that's one of the best ways to break into shifting and thinking that you really do believe you feel good. Yeah. Because you can find something to focus on that actually does feel good. Exactly. And it works. So, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. do the bilateralism. But, okay. okay. Good. Well, let us know on Thursday, you know, what kind we of do. success you've had. Okay. Well, you can tell by which background I have on Tuesday, on Thursday. That's true. Yes. If we see the purple <laughs> background, we'll know everything yeah. is back to normal. <laughs> All right. Good things. All right. Thank you very much, Alex. We appreciate all your welcome. insights and your ideas. Thank you to our podcast listeners. Thanks, Jeffrey, also for all your commentary. Oh, he's got one more thing. He says, uh, breathe into the pain and let it go. Not always easy, but it works over time. Hmm. Isn't that how childbirth works? Probably does. Yeah. <laughs> never having given birth myself, I couldn't really Same. say from experience, but you know. Yeah. That's just what I heard. I don't know. But it, but it makes sense. So <laughs> yeah. there you go. Another technique. All right. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you, podcast listeners. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye.